To kick off each hour of the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, we've asked the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese to say a prayer. Hi, everybody. These are our five alive students from St. Catherine's Preschool in Kennesaw, Georgia. They are our oldest students, and they are going to lead this morning with the Hail Mary. Joseph, Margaret, Ava, Olivia, James, Zoe, Cece, Nikki, John, Jordan, Beatrice. What do we love about St. Catherine's Preschool? Jesus! Jesus. All right, prayer hands up to heaven, next to your hearts, in the name in of the Father, Son, Just beautiful, I would say. <laughs> I, I love it when the preschool kids do the prayer. Uh, this is Dave Savage. Uh, I am the programming and production manager here at The Quest, AM 1160 The Quest. And uh, this is the last hour today for our Best of the Quest pledge drive. And uh, in the studio, uh, well, you know what? Well, no, let's introduce who's in the studio first, and then I, I want to get to some of these people that have donated, because uh, we missed a couple from the last hour, so I want to make sure we thank everybody. Uh, but first of all, we have Father Dan Ketter. How you doing, Father? I'm doing great. It's good to be back here at the Quest, raising a little money for this great apostolate. It's always great to have you here, and uh, you brought some friends along. Who who do we have here? Some very dear friends, Deacon Jim and Stephanie Tremonte, who we got to know when I was a brand new priest at St. Jude the Apostle Catholic Church. That was my first assignment when I was ordained in the summer of 2008, and we've been fast. We became fast friends and have remained friends all these years. 14 years. Yeah. 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 So. so how did he, you know, what what did he say to get you here? Hey, wait, we, we, this, this wasn't on the script. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to ask for stories about the, all the new priest goof-ups I did. <laughs> well, Father Father Dan was a, was a new priest, and I was followed right behind him as a new deacon, so we kind of... Oh, Okay. Grew up in our clergy together. Newly so ordained been, together. Newly ordained. So, yeah. so what? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, now that we got that out of the way, I just want to uh, uh, give a couple uh, mentions here. Uh, we want to thank Barbara, and she wants to give a shout-out to uh, a great job to Ben and John trying to help the young adults grow in faith and help with issues that pertain to their uh, to them. Uh, and also Sandy from Marietta, uh, same thing. She wants to uh, give a shout out to the young adults, especially Grace Givens. Uh, we've got Kathy. Uh, we've got Kevin uh, for our friends. Uh, oh, wow. Starting already for, for their friends, uh, Stephanie and Jim Tremonti. So thank you very much. <laughs> Kevin, uh, Stephen Smith, in honor of Father Ketter and the Tremontes. Also, uh, Sabrina, in honor of Father Kevin and the Tremontes. Sabrina from Marietta. So thank you very much. And also, 
Now this this is the first time this has happened that I know of, uh, but we started off the hour with a three thousand dollars in match money. So each one of those that I mentioned right there, uh, the, the, whatever they donated is going to be doubled. Great. Okay, so we Great. we started off with the three thousand dollars. Then somebody else said, "I want to put up two thousand dollars." Great. <laughs> so we Great. have we have five thousand wow. dollars wonderful that is is, <laughs> awesome. is there it's sitting there until six o'clock okay so start so, calling yeah yeah right i, oh, I, I, I do not want to leave one dollar of that match money un, unused so please whatever you can spare uh please uh donate by calling 470-508-1160 you can go to thequestatlanta.com or uh tap that little donate button on the quest atlanta app that's on your phone Terrific. so yeah okay. okay so father take it away all right it's uh great to be here as i mentioned uh i think i've been here for just about every pledge drive um so really enjoy doing this and promoting the the quest radio station i brought deacon jim and stephanie along because uh one of the um, forms of ministry that we have been involved in almost from the beginning was or uh, is um, promoting marriage building up marriage whether it's working with uh, those who are preparing for marriage or supporting those who are already married and seeking to to build a stronger more happy and holy marriage and so uh, our topic then appropriately today is building strong marriages and i know from our experience together and even jim and stephanie's own story that uh there's a lot of wisdom that can be shared with our listeners and so um really happy that they accepted my invitation to come and, and spend this time with me and i think the most appropriate way to to get this conversation started is uh simply to ask deacon jim and stephanie to share a little bit about their own marital experience uh it's a beautiful story i've heard it a number of times and um so i'd like them to share with our listening audience sure uh, we, we start with the premise that strong marriages start with a strong foundation okay with good marriage preparation and a solid understanding of what the church teaches about marriage and unfortunately uh, when we were married over 50 years ago um, our marriage prep program left quite a bit to be desired. Okay, and um, so uh, we um, uh, we really didn't didn't get off to a good start from that perspective. And uh, you know, about five years into our marriage, we had we had some struggles uh, that that came up. Um, we really didn't appreciate um, what what the church calls us to in the sacrament of matrimony. Um, we had some struggles with communication and. Um, sacrificing and the effort that it took we kind of thought well we knew each other and we got married and you hit the cruise control button and the marriage is going to take care of itself and you know we were off with uh, careers and school and uh, everything else and um, and and thought the marriage would just kind of take itself along and so when we um, were expecting our first child, we thought we really need to do something to help our marriage get stronger because we had been having lots of struggles. The careers were um, front and center, the most important thing at that point. And now we were about to have uh, begin our family. So I was complaining to my grandmother, I remember, about um, how we were having troubles. And she said, why don't you go on one of those marriage encounter weekends? I said, well, what is that? She said, well, I don't know, but it's in our bulletin here. <laughs> Sounds like it'd be something that would be good for y'all. So we went, not having any idea what it was all about. And what was just, um, it, 
wonderful about that experience was uh, it gave us so much hope for our marriage um, that we hadn't, um, because we didn't feel loving anymore, we didn't feel those feelings of love, they, they weren't gone. That love was a whole lot more than just the feelings, that love was a decision to look for and find the good in the other. And so um, we left that weekend thinking we, we have a lot of work to do on our marriage, but there's hope for us. And um, Yeah, and I think we learned that, you know, that God's grace was there for us and that our marriage was intended to be a source of grace for us to help us through the tough times, that, you know, God didn't call us to this uh, relationship uh, with him and not then give us what we needed to be able to live out that that calling that vocation the problem was that up at that point in time we hadn't really included god in our marriage or even our individual lives we didn't pray we did we did go to mass on sundays but that was that was it and we didn't realize that he was the wanting to be a part of our marriage and um, be at the center of our marriage so mm -hmm. um, I, when they what go ahead i was gonna say i think that's a super important point that uh Marriage is a beautiful vocation, but it's a very challenging vocation. I often say that the marital vocation is way harder than the priestly vocation, <laughs> and my brother priest will attest to that too. And so it's not enough simply to get married in the church and go to Mass on Sunday, check the box, and then think that everything's going to be fine. It takes a lot more than that it takes a lot of work yeah Can, and let me just jump in here real quick because what what i'm hearing here um i've heard before and i'll tell you where i've heard it before is uh some of the guests that have been on the family room mm -hmm. uh and i don't know if you've listened to the oh, family yes, room but do. it's on uh wednesdays at 11 o'clock mm -hmm. and then you can also catch it on demand but if you if you want to go back and listen to some of those shows on demand there are so many uh, episodes about marriage mm -hmm. in general. I know we uh, just recently we had the, and I'm going to forget their names, but the uh, talking about the Retrovi weekend. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they've got one of those, I think it's coming up here in a week or two or something. There's always one coming up. So if you go check that out, but I'm, I'm it just, I just wanted to bring that up because as you're talking about this, it just reminded me of so many of those episodes of the family room and you can hear more about that. And, mm -hmm. and I just want to say that it takes uh, resources to bring shows like the family room to the quest listeners. Mm -hmm. So if you want to hear programming like that uh, continue and you want to hear the, the stories from uh, Deacon Jim and Stephanie uh, continue, we need, we need to have yes. those donations and, and the pledges, the monthly pledges, especially uh, need to be coming in. You can call 470-508-1160. You can go to thequestatlanta.com or uh, on the on the app, we've got that donate button right there as well. So that... so by way of helping our, our listeners, our married listeners who are maybe looking for or interested in ways to, to strengthen their marriage, what were the more concrete elements for you, Jim and Stephanie, that were key in... Uh, building your marriage, helping it to to get established on a, on a firmer foundation, and then then grow. I think you know being very intentional about our relationship, giving our relationship priority, um, making time every day, okay, um, for each other uh, to connect, you know, in some form of verbal intimacy, uh, to be able to, and spiritual intimacy. Those two main areas, I think. Um, were critical um, and uh, also again the prayer together 
um, the um, the reading books together and exploring things together, and then ministering together. And I think, again, God blessed us, and um, and He called. It's interesting, you know, where we thought we were we were most wounded is where He called us to serve Him. <laughs> and um, so again, that um, uh, hearing that call and responding to that call to, um, um, to to minister to others, and I think marriage preparation in particular has had such a deep uh, place in our hearts uh, because of of what we didn't have, and so if we can you know help other couples to uh, to have get off to a good start to get off to a solid start in their relationship their marriage relationship and that's that's really a, a blessing that you know God has given us yeah hey, Deacon Jim you used the term verbal intimacy mm-hmm. what what is that what is that? <laughs> okay. Uh, What's what a woman really loves? That's, that's right. Yeah. That's, it's, uh, yeah, it's the counterpart to uh, physical intimacy that uh, gets gets women, uh, you know, to um, to open up, uh, be appreciated. Yeah. Um, it, it's really, uh, you know, we, we we communicate with each other in many ways. Okay, and certainly, you know, uh, a, a lot of times in in the in the routine of the day, we can simply communicate data. We can talk about stuff that's going on, things out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're really called to in intimate communication is to share ourselves, the mm-hmm. person who I am with the person who I love. And we do that through sharing our feelings and our thoughts and our needs, okay? And all of those things that are they're particularly personal. unique about us that are personal, okay? And, uh, you know, the... Uh, that the feeling stuff is not easy for guys, and it, yeah. taught, it took me, you know, a several years to learn how to do that effectively, um, and it's still a challenge. But uh, again, it's, you know, it, it's a gift that I give to Steph, and it's mm-hmm. it's a way that I can let her into me and understand what's going on inside of me, uh, so that she can she can you know love me as I am. So I'm trying to get even more specific, more concrete, Stephanie. What are how did you guys achieve that? How did you make possible this verbal intimacy that was missing and and needed in your relationship we learned to um to speak to each other um what was going on in our hearts so focusing on i statements like i feel um whatever like if um jim would um be forget to call me when he was on his way home from work and and i didn't really uh, know when to get dinner going because it was always you know we never knew when you would be coming home um and instead of uh, um saying well you never do this you, uh, i learned to say i feel un um unprepared or taken for granted um you know if you forget to call me mm-hmm. so just learning a new way of um of speaking and sharing those difficult things that need to be shared mm-hmm. at, at times um sharing needs that was another thing i just expected jim would know what my needs were my thought was if he loves me he would know what i need Mm -hmm. and i realized that is not a fair you know thing to put that burden on him he's not a mind reader so learning to get in touch with my needs and share them with him in a way that's not demanding a response from him but just sharing i need i need your help with the kids in the evenings with homework and and uh, from from that marriage encounter weekend, we learned some very um, specific, concrete tools to use um, when we have something really big to address. Um, you know, we use a technique where we write down our thoughts and our feelings, okay, and then share that with each other. And it helps us to be able to express fully 
um, what's on our mind, but then also to be able to listen to the other, because that's the other side of the communication mm-hmm. equation is is to listen and to listen not just with our head, but to listen with our heart and to listen for the person behind the words, to listen to, um, you know, who is this person, what's going on, you know, with her and coming to that understanding. So so often we approach decisions or challenges or disagreements um, and, 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 and we fail to get in touch with the other person and we fail to realize that the most important thing is God's call to us um, to this vocation of unity in our marriage. And so the relationship comes first and whatever else is out there that we need to address or deal with um, is really secondary and it does need to be dealt with, but it's always easier to deal with it after we have connected, okay, and after we have um, um, gotten in touch with this other person here and uh, created that that moment of unity. And that's uh, not easy when you have five children (laughs) running around the home, (laughs) as you all did. So, yeah, yeah, how did you have to... Well, when deal with that. we we carved out a time, what one of the things we learned on the Marriage Encounter Weekend was that we had to put God and each other as a top priority. So we would, um, it, it depended upon how old the kids were, but when they got a little bit older, we had um, the older ones take the younger ones and just go give mommy and daddy some time together. And they'd go off and play, and they knew that mommy and daddy were going to be a lot happier and more pleasant to be with <laughs> if we gave them some time together. So um, that that's it was just a buy-in from the whole family. And it was the best gift we could give to our children was to make our relationship more important. Yeah. Really, yeah. then they were. <laughs> well, let, me, let, me, let me play the devil's advocate here. Well, isn't that selfish for you guys to to put your yourselves before the children? Shouldn't the children be the the primary focus in the in the family? No. Absolutely no. not. Okay, yeah. Because huge point. Love, huge point. Talk to the, that. The yeah. love that you want to give to your children um, comes from your relationship with each other, and so you um, you just need to do what you need to do to nurture that. And staying in touch with each other every day. 15 minutes is not going to hurt those children for you to take that time out. And I think you know, it's a tremendous gift to the children because they see, they see mom and dad in love. They see mom and dad caring for each other. They, they feel secure. Okay? They know that they're grounded. They know that, they're, you know, that, that they, don't, they don't have to worry about things that maybe other, other kids have to worry about. That, that, that mom and dad mm-hmm. are going to be here for us and we can depend on them. And, uh, and so it does help them tremendously. Uh, it also, again, I think there's a, an element of, um, you know, it's easy. This is something we, we learned, too. It's easy for us to find ourselves in the middle of a disagreement in front of our children, okay? But it's, it's, it's more important that they also see us seek forgiveness, okay, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and see us reconcile, okay, with each other. Um, tremendous lessons that, you know, that they can learn. And, and I'm, I, so many <laughs> thoughts are going through my mind with everything you just said, but I just want to set the table here, reset where yes. we are. Okay. Uh, we're here with uh, Father Dan Ketter, and he brought along Deacon Jim and Stephanie Tremonti. And uh, we're talking about uh, marriage, and thank you very much for opening up these personal stories about your own marriage that I think a lot of people can relate to mm-hmm. uh, because the problems that mm-hmm. you've had along the way are typical yeah uh, exactly i mean I, I i promise you at least one person listening right now is gone is can going, relate hey that's me but this is the best of the quest pledge drive 
And uh, if you would like to donate uh, in order to keep stories like this going on, and, and like I was saying earlier, a lot of what we're talking about, I've heard in the family room. On the family room, we love it so many times. And you've probably heard some oh, of yes. these episodes. And yes. You, as you hear them, you're like, "Yep, yep, yep, absolutely." One of our favorite things to do if we miss an episode during the day is have a date night and sit down and go back online and listen to the to one of the the podcasts of an episode that we missed. Mm-hmm. So talk about it. And if you want to keep shows like the family room coming if you want to keep them the archbishop show uh peace and all good if you want to keep mm-hmm. things like that coming on to the airwaves of atlanta uh we do need support uh you can do that by calling this number 470-508-1160 you can go to thequestatlanta.com uh, or you can tap the donate button on the quest atlanta app and uh, once again that number is 470-508-1160 one one thing i wanted to and i, I don't want to steer us off the tracks here but (laughs) it just as you were speaking and and uh deacon jim you were you were talking about you know what you were saying about sharing your feelings and i Mm -hmm. feel this and all that but then deacon jim said and and listening too and there was something else you said too just now and i forgot what it was but it it sounds an awful lot like praying Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is this is the same type of relationship you have with God, mm-hmm. where you Listening you, you say things you, and but then you have to sit and right. listen mm-hmm. and take it all in. And mm-hmm. I, it, it, yeah. there's some similarities there. There's a tremendous parallel: our relationship with God and our relationship with each other. And I think you know one of the most powerful things, um, turning to the spiritual side, is you know, as 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 deeply passionate as I am for Steph, okay. God is many, many more times, you know, passionate for a relationship with me mm-hmm. and for each of us together. And how, you know, there is such a tr- a tremendous parallel in our relationship with each other and our relationship with God. And how, you know, truly it's it's um, um, it, it, it's essential. I mean, when you when you put it in perspective of uh, of creation and how we're made in God's image and that's that's a you know nice words from Genesis but what does it mean mm-hmm. and you know this this family of of love this this trinity of persons that are in a love relationship and we are called to you know to be an image of that to reflect uh the love of God you know to each other to our family to the world around us and you know what incredible dignity you know God has created uh in in us and in marriage um, to be that sign to the world of his love, you know, for, for mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the things you've talked about thus far for that were key in strengthening your marriage and be helpful for any marriage, let's say they could be things that uh, one would hear maybe from um, uh, a secular book on strengthening marriage or a secular counselor. Good, valid, important. Let's pivot a little bit. What are the unique um, elements of building a strong Christian marriage? Um, what spiritual elements or spiritual practices, religious practices, are key for Christian couples, specifically Catholic Christian couples, to uh, to build strong marriages? Well, some some really holy priest uh, <laughs> gave us some great. Tips, uh, and and he said uh, that you know you need to do something for your marriage every day, every week, every month, and every year, and uh, and and Father Father Ketter, you know you just you know you've inspired us with that through the years, 
Um, and I think, you know, it, it's, it's making, making God a real part of our relationship, okay? Bringing, bringing prayer into our couple relationship. It's one thing for us to have an individual prayer life, and that is essential, okay? That's very important. But to take that next step and, and, and create spiritual intimacy between us, where we share our prayer together, where we pray together, where we um, just last weekend we went on a retreat and we had a wonderful glass of wine on the on the deck, and we each shared our retreat with each other of what we experienced on our on our retreat. So, bringing that you know bringing that dimension to bear on our relationship and realizing that our marriage is a vocation, it's a calling from God and that it has great dignity because of that calling from God. And so we're called to, you know, we're called to make his love real in the world. And, and that overarching uh, challenge um, is, is what we have to work at to try to continue to grow spiritually, individually, and as a couple. Um, and, um, and so one of the big things there is, um, you know, is, 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 imitating you know following jesus doesn't mean to just walk behind him it means to act like him mm-hmm. and so we we find that um you know forgiving 70 times seven times uh times another seven maybe okay. and the only way you have the that you can do that is calling on god's yeah. grace yeah. turning to him for the grace that he wants to give you if you humbly come before him and, and acknowledge your need yeah. Um, how hard this is, like you know. I know. Oftentimes, when we'd be in the middle of a disagreement, we would take some time out to, to go and each individually pray and ask God to help us to see um, the whole situation from the perspective of our of the, our, the other person, and to put ourselves in their shoes. Because right now, I'm kind of absorbed in myself and the way I see it. So, bringing God into all of your decisions, all of your um, struggles, all of the things you're going through and, and praying for your spouse every day. That's an, mm-hmm. another thing. It's not just um, praying when we need help. It's just praying and lifting up our spouse so that when they know they're being prayed for, they know you, you really care about them and you love them. So that's our prayers each day together take many different forms. And again, the, the sacrament of marriage, sacrament of matrimony comes with incredible graces to do things that two human beings, okay, find it almost impossible to do and so we need to ask for the graces of the sacrament we need to ask for them uh, in advance before we actually need them but certainly you know when we get to a circumstance that we do need them um a, a very powerful thing that we have incorporated into our lives and we do this every day is a um is a format for prayer that involves adoration and um thanksgiving okay and forgiveness um and petition and it's amazing how if every day you're asking forgiveness for the little stuff you did in the last 24 hours okay it keeps it keeps you from sweeping it under the rug okay and the problem is you know oftentimes we'll overlook these little hurts we'll sweep them under the rug and one day we get up we stand up and we go to walk across the room and we trip and fall because this little pile of dirt got to be a mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's it's a real powerful tool that we use um, in our prayer that we do seek forgiveness for whatever, you know. You do that together or separately? Together. Or? together. It's, it's part of our evening prayer. The, um, mm-hmm. We just take turns adoring 
A-C-T-S, acts from Acts of the Apostles. So adoration, we go back and forth, take turns, uh, adoring and praising God. Um, contrition, asking for forgiveness, especially focusing on something in our relationship that we need to ask forgiveness for. Um, Thanksgiving. And what we're thankful for, especially in each other, or something that went well that day that we're grateful to God for, and then supplication, asking for God's help with for ourselves, for um, each other, for our, our children, our family, yeah. and anyone who's asked us for their prayers. We, we've got to take a break here. Um, thank you very much. I mean, this is fascinating uh, conversation. Uh, I forgot to mention, last time I mentioned the phone number, that... We've got, uh, first of all, we had, I think, $3,000 in match money for this hour that it, it goes away at 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then somebody else said, I want to make that another $2,000. We have a total of $5,000 in match money uh, that is only good up until 6 o'clock. We're about halfway through uh, the hour, and I'm seeing uh, we haven't quite used half of that yet. Mm -hmm. So let's let's... I don't want to leave one dollar of that match money on the table. Come on, well, people. Yes, please do. Make your uh, donation. I want to thank. Uh, I don't. Did I mention Sabrina already? Yes. Uh, okay. So and then Catherine uh, from Alpharetta in honor of Father Ketter and the Tremontis, and also uh, Caroline uh, from Marietta in honor of uh, Deacon Jim and Stephanie Tremonti. We thank you all very much uh, for your generosity. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We're going to continue this conversation about marriage uh, with Father Dan Ketter, Deacon Jim, and Stephanie Tremonti very shortly. You are listening to AM 1160 The Quest, and this is our Fall Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration. After hearing these stories of inspiration, if you are moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the best of The Quest pledge drive shortly on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. AM 1160 The Quest had such an overwhelming response to the Book of Esther Bible study that we're once again teaming up with Proclaim My Word to bring you a new study called God's Plan to Protect You. Carrie Allen, what are you going to do? Present the letter to the Ephesians written by St. Paul. It's an awesome letter that he is trying to encourage the Ephesians to stay strong in their faith, not to forget their first love and to understand that God has a plan for them and he has a plan for all of us. Sounds great. How do we get on this. Go to the website, proclaimmyword.org, and register, sign up, and then you can download the study guide, which you can use as you're listening. But also, it will give you an opportunity to form some small groups, either virtually with another group, or you can use in person, in your area, in your church, neighborhood, or whatever, that you can uh, study the Letter to the Ephesians together. The Letter to the Ephesians Bible Study starts this October on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. Do you go out to dinner once or twice a month? There's nothing wrong with going out to dinner. 
In fact, it's good to get out every now and then, but is it helping to bring you and others closer to Christ? The cost of one dinner out each month could be your monthly donation to the quest. We're totally listener supported. We rely on donations from people like you just to stay on the air. Please prayerfully consider making a monthly donation to support AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. The Quest presents the best of Catholic rap with the artist Communion. The Lord, the Almighty, who embraces the leper of society, gives sight to the blind with clay that he spit in, and says, rise and walk, your sins are forgiven. I believe our mission is to care for the homeless, and bring the good news to all of the hopeless. It's our responsibility, not merely sage advice, and every poor person is the face of Christ. Hey. homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents The Truth From Youth with Sophia. Today, many people focus on how they look to match other people they may see in the world. That could mean getting surgery to match their goals of how they want to look, not thinking of the effects it could have on their body. Not only that, but it causes a lot more people to start doubting their natural body too. Changing your body isn't taking care of your body. You should also be thinking that your natural body is a gift from God. For example, let's say you spent so much time in love making a picture for your mother for her birthday. When you hand it to her, she just tears the painting saying she didn't like the colors and it was ugly. You would feel hurt and that's exactly what you're doing to God. He designed you and made you unique in your own way. It's just how other people look that makes us think otherwise. You should learn to be proud of who you are and know you are made beautifully because you were created by the best designer in the world. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Quest invites you to cover the bishops and priests in the Archdiocese of Atlanta in prayer. Just volunteer to commit one hour of prayer per week for a year. No meetings, no paperwork, no reports, just prayer. Learn more at sevensistersapostolate.org. Hi, I'm Alice from St. Brendan the Navigator Parish in Cumming, Georgia. You're listening to AM 1160 The Quest, WCFO East Point Atlanta, covering all of Metro Atlanta and beyond. Listen on air or find us online at thequestatlanta.com any time of the day. Embrace your journey. Join the quest. The Best of the Quest, stories of inspiration pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the Best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. We're speaking this hour with, uh, we've got Father Dan Ketter here, and he brought some, uh, two great people. I'm glad, glad I got to, to meet you, uh, Deacon Jim and Stephanie Tremonti. Uh, my name is Dave Savage. I am the programming and production manager here at The Quest, and uh, I want to start this off right off the bat. Okay, we're talking about marriage, first of all, 
Uh, but I want to start right off the bat. I want to mention that we've got this $5,000 in match money on the table. And we've got just a little over 20 minutes left uh, that we can accept that. Okay, so please don't let us leave $1 of that, whatever you can spare. And that match money is good, not just for a one-time donation, but if you want to do a monthly donation, uh, a monthly pledge, uh, and, and no matter what that is, I mean, if you you know, you're sitting down with your bills. Maybe, maybe you could swing 20 bucks a month. Maybe you could swing a hundred bucks a month. I don't know. Uh, maybe you just paid off your car and you've got an extra 500 bucks a month, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that is, you know, you could, you could spare. That would be awesome. So you can do that at 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com, uh, or you can donate on the Quest Atlanta app as well. David, it's great to be here with uh, my friends Deacon Jim and Stephanie Tremonte. And we were talking before the break about praying together as spouses. And my experience in doing marriage prep and working with married couples is that a lot of them have never even thought about praying together or uh, are terrified by the idea of, of praying together if it's anything more than saying a blessing at a meal. And yet it can be such a tremendous form of intimacy mm-hmm. to share your relationship with the Lord with one another together. And it helps couples begin to discover that intimacy isn't restricted to the physical sphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just one aspect of intimacy. And spiritual intimacy is a very beautiful and very powerful form of intimacy that couples can can share together so how do you uh work with couples to to help them learn how to pray together overcome maybe the 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 fears of of praying together when we work with engaged couples we try to introduce them to this idea of praying together by encouraging them to begin with being thankful expressing their thanks to god out loud together about a quality that they see in the one that they've chosen to marry. So there's got to be something good and beautiful there because they're about to be married to one another. So we try to get them to focus on that and just to get comfortable holding hands and looking in each other's eyes and saying, thank you, God, for my fiance's thoughtfulness or generosity. Just to be very specific and focused on that. Yeah. And the beauty of it is is that it, it it's it's like the cross, okay? Because you have you have this communication with each other so there's this affirmation okay that goes on we we're so quick to criticize here's really positive uh confirmation okay of the good of the other and then we're bringing god into it okay so that's the the vertical with the horizontal so um it's it's a wonderful uh tool it's very simple we always Say if you if if it's taking you more than sixty seconds, you you know you're doing something wrong. It's easy. It's it very helps, simple. It helps them to focus on God as the one who is the source of their love for each other. He's the one who has blessed us with this person that we're going to be committed to marry, being married to for the rest of our lives. So why would we not give him thanks for this gift that he's given mm-hmm. to us? And the other the other great effect of it is is you know not only thanking for some quality in the other person but perhaps something that the other person did for you that day and so what it does is it it puts you on the alert okay when you're together 
that you're looking for something to be able to thank God for. So you're looking for the good in the other during the course of the day. So it's it's a very simple exercise. It's a very simple prayer, okay? But it um, but but it's very powerful, okay, in bringing God into the relationship. And again, w- once God breaks in, okay, and you you crack the door for Him, then it's it's easy to add. We then go to the next step and add prayers of petition. Pray for something that you need or that the other needs or that maybe you want for your relationship. So it's a kind of building block uh, approach. Um, and then we kind of build ultimately to the forgiveness as the as the more challenging thing. But we don't start off with that because that can be, uh, for, for folks who haven't prayed together, that's probably the most intimate level of, of praying together. Uh, and so we build we we build up to that, and uh, again it's it's the 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 more that we work at it, the the easier it gets, so to speak. And I think we also grew to be more comfortable praying together um, from a place of deepening our um, our, our verbal sharing. Um, so at at dinner time we would focus on sharing with each other. Um, what was the high point of our day? What was a, a, a good thing that happened? Something we're thankful for. Um, and then what was a difficulty or a challenge or, or, or disappointment or a regret? So if you're getting in the habit of sharing those kinds of things with each other, giving the, your spouse a little chance to have a peek into your day and, and what was going on in your soul that day, then it becomes a little easier later than to you know to seek the forgiveness together absolutely what i I just want to jump in here and and say that we're uh speaking with father dan ketter uh actually we're not speaking a whole lot with father dan ketter (laughs) speaking with us (laughs) we're we're actually all the better (laughs) better better hear from them speaking with father ketter's friends uh deacon jim and stephanie tremonti talking about marriage and this is the best of the quest pledge drive uh on am 1160 the quest and uh the the I've mentioned this before, the conversation, this conversation we're having reminds me of so many episodes of The Family Room, mm-hmm. uh, which anybody can go and find those right now, either on the app or thequestatlanta.com. And also, and I don't think I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to, uh, you know that the uh, Archbishop has a show mm-hmm. on The Quest, and uh, we've got another episode coming out. Any guess on what the topic might be? No. Yeah. Is it on marriage and the family? It might be. I'm not, not going to say. I, I don't think I'm supposed to say. I'm not. I'm not saying whether it is or it isn't. But um, listen for the 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 Archbishop show coming up. It's going to be uh, the first Thursday in November. Uh, so check that out. But in order to keep shows uh, like the Family Room and Peace and All Good with Archbishop Hartmeyer, and also to keep people uh, like the Tremontis coming in here and and sharing their stories uh it it, we've got to keep the quest going we got to keep the lights on we got to keep that transmitter going uh i don't know if you heard me earlier in one of the i mentioned it a couple times this pledge Mm -hmm. drive that transmitter a fifty thousand watt transmitter you know what it costs for a year of electricity thirty six thousand (laughs) dollars just to keep the transmitter on so we have expenses and if you would like to help out uh we've got $5,000 $5,000 this hour in match money, meaning your $100 donation is now $200. A $500 donation is $1,000. Uh, and you can do that at 470-508-1160. You can go to thequestatlanta.com or uh, on the donate uh, button on the Quest Atlanta app. And also, uh, let's give a shout out to Christy 
Uh, that's in honor of uh, Jim and Stephanie. They, uh, Christy says, such a great witness to my <laughs> husband and myself. Uh, Christy's from Cumming. We got uh, Kevin from Dunwoody uh, for the Tremontes. Uh, uh, oh, they said we didn't, <laughs> for the Tremontes, and we don't want to watch matching funds go to waste. <laughs> so, yes, amen, amen. Uh, also, uh, Kevin. Uh, oh, yeah, I just mentioned Kevin. Uh, we've got Kathleen as well from uh, from Sterling, Massachusetts. Who knows people wow. from Sterling, Massachusetts? Not me. Okay, well, apparently just didn't want the fun <laughs> matching money to go away. Uh, and also uh, Dave. Uh, oh, well, you know Dave from Roswell. Uh, <laughs> he says, in honor of his parents, Jim and Steph. <laughs> So fantastic. Thank you, Dave. Coming through, hey, kids. Robin. That's great. Okay. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Supporting supporting the folks. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So you guys referenced my uh, four pillars of a strong Catholic spiritual life. Uh, daily prayer, mm-hmm. weekly mass, monthly confession, and an annual retreat. Yes. Talk to me a little bit about the benefit that confession represents for a married couple we all we are all sinners right we all make mistakes and and we wind up generally hurting the ones we love the most okay and uh and so to to seek that forgiveness from god and uh, the 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 beauty and the joy of confession is not just the forgiveness but the grace that we get to deal with the weaknesses and the faults and the shortcomings that we have. And uh, it, it is, you know, it's, it's, you got to kind of look at it over time. You have to look at this, the horizon, so to speak. And those things that seem to be those continuing crosses in our relationship. And it's over time you, you begin to see they don't vanish completely, but with God's grace, um, you know, you can become more patient. You know, you, you, the impatience is still there. The cross of impatience, if you're an impatient person, is there. But your ability to be able to um, to be more patient and to be more understanding and to be kinder and to um, watch your tone of voice, okay, all of that comes with the grace of confession. So, um, I think one of the the struggles a lot of people have. Um, in preparing themselves for confession is they probably haven't been taking a look at themselves and their behavior on a day-to-day basis. And so you, you become desensitized to the little ways that you are hurting the very ones you love. So, but if you're in the habit of examining your conscience at the end of every day or doing like we, we have begun to do, um, asking forgiveness at at the end of every day as part of our evening prayer forgiveness for the things we've done that day then you are mindful of that and you know you know you, not only do you need to ask forgiveness from the one you hurt but but from God so that he can help you to grow in the grace not to you know continue to yeah sins are like spiritual stones that we uh, rack up and carry around with us in our lives and Imagine a marriage where both the husband and the wife have these huge sacks of stones mm-hmm. that they're lugging around mm-hmm. and through their house, you know, to the job, to the grocery store, but you know, how that's going to impact negatively their relationship with one another, their relationship with their kids, the whole, mm-hmm. the whole, uh, the whole atmosphere of, of the home. And if you, 
can take advantage of this beautiful sacrament that we have to to uh, lay down those stones and walk unburdened in mm-hmm. your relationship with one another, your relationship with your kids and your family. How much better mm-hmm. that relationship is going to be, the whole environment of the home is going to be. Mm-hmm. But people will stay away, you know, they'll yeah. stay away from the yeah. sacrament and right. go, you know, once a year, if that, mm-hmm. you know. I, I like to say, jokingly, but seriously as well, that if you're not accustomed to going to confession regularly and thinking, well, what am I going to confess? Well, ask your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) And it's great to go as a family because if you're standing in line thinking, what should I confess? Just say, honey, what do I need to confess? (laughs) And and they'll, they'll, they'll provide you with a list. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. We, we do, we get, have gotten in the habit of going once a month together. And it's yeah. become like a, a, a date night, so you can just go home and celebrate afterwards. You've got a clean slate, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think you know, again, that 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 the the joy of the completed confession. There's always that anxiety going in, but the coming out, the joy, and sharing that joy with each other, and and yeah. and 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 living together in that joy that God really, you know, it's a, it's a time of really. Um, appreciating the joy that God wants us to share together with each other, mm-hmm. to live in that kind of a way with each other, mm-hmm. and um, and to to appreciate that joy. Yeah, one of the fruits of the sacrament of reconciliation is peace. You know, mm-hmm. spiritual peace. The, the the priest says, "May God grant you pardon and peace, mm-hmm. and I absolve you from your sins." And so, spouses that are imbued with God's gift of peace. I mean, it's not can't help but be a blessing to their to their relationship with one another, and family life. Yeah, <laughs> your yeah. kids will thank you for going. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll, I'll I'll jump in here and just uh, remind everybody that uh, this is the quest, and this is the best of the quest pledge drive. Uh, that we have going on here, stories of inspiration, and uh, uh, Deacon Jim and Stephanie Tremonti, uh, definitely a story of inspiration about your marriage and uh, sharing some very personal things about the troubles you've had and, and uh, how you've overcome them. Uh, and I shouldn't say how you've over, how, how you are overcoming them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a work yes. in progress. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Progress. Absolutely. And, and uh, we thank father Dan Ketter for uh, bringing them. I just want to mention though, uh, because we just got a few minutes left here in the hour, uh, six, well, just over five minutes left here uh, for this matching money. So mm-hmm. if you want to donate, like there's no better time than right this very minute to donate mm-hmm. because whatever you donate, whether it's if it's a one-time donation or if it's a pledge, if you want to pledge money for the rest of the you know for the next twelve months, uh, that would be fantastic because whatever it is is going to be matched up to five thousand dollars this hour. But we've only got like five minutes left to take advantage of that. So do that by calling four seven zero. 508-1160. You can go to thequestatlanta.com or you can go to uh, the Quest Atlanta app on your phone. We all have that on our phone, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I trust you, Deacon. You don't oh, have yeah, to I do. show me. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, there's a donate button on that app and you can donate that way as well. So uh, we're just about out of time here. Um, uh, so it uh, gives me great happiness to point out to our listening audience that uh, Deacon Jim and Stephanie uh, aren't just speaking in the abstract or in theories as obvious from their comments, but uh, from lived experience and from the position of being able to say, we've been doing it for 50 years. 
just last month they celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. Wow. And I was very privileged. To we were married to when we were ten. <laughs> I was going to say eight, but I yeah, yeah. nice. Twenty-one. We thought yeah. we knew everything there was yeah. to know about love. Huh? We had a lot to learn. Yeah. <laughs> so they've got a they've got a lot of experience uh, in this thing called marriage, and um, and they they share it generously with with so many others. So we're, it's, we're uh, just so grateful to God for how He helped us yeah. lay a new foundation. And, <laughs> and one last little comment I'd like to make because it's 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 an awareness we came to. Uh, Steph and I have just taken over marriage uh, baptism preparation at St. Catherine's and came to the realization that marriage preparation begins with baptism. So parents, <laughs> okay, if you want your children to marry well and you want them to thrive as a good Catholic in a, in a holy marriage, okay, marriage preparation for them starts today. Yeah, amen. Pope St. John Paul II talked about uh, marriage preparation as having three phases, remote, proximate, and immediate. Mm-hmm. And the remote preparation is everything that we experience in the home from the moment of our birth and our rebirth in baptism, you know, through our adolescence, teenage years, and so forth. So, yeah, it's a good point. Begins at baptism. So I'm going to just say, uh, if, if you've been listening to this conversation uh, from Deacon Jim and Stephanie Tremonti about their marriage and uh, some of the problems they've had along the way and, and uh, some of the solutions as well, uh, I'm going to mention this one more time that you can hear very similar stories to this on The Family Room, uh, which is available on demand at the uh, at the Quest Atlanta app, also the questatlanta.com. And uh, those are also places, coincidentally, where you can donate <laughs> if you want to. So you can do that, or you can call 470-508-1160. Uh, we always pray the Angelus uh, at 6 o'clock on, on the Quest, so we're about to do that pretty soon. And uh, do we have any last words, any last thoughts here? I'll just have a last question. Uh, say say a couple <laughs> were to come to you and say, you know, we've been married 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, however many um, and they're in a place of despair. They think their marriage can't be salvaged or it can't get any better. They've just sort of accepted the status quo. What would you say? With the grace of God, all things are possible. You just have to humbly go before him and ask for it and be willing to look at yourself and what needs changing within you and stop looking at your spouse and what they need to change. And to realize that, that that's a common occurrence and it isn't a, a sentence of doom. And the whole notion that love, you know, is not based on our on our emotions or our feelings, but that, you know, God gives us the power and the grace if we call upon him to be able to make those kinds of decisions that are going to help us to restore the relationship with his help. Amen. 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 Deacon Jim and Stephanie, thanks for joining me today. It was a pleasure. Yeah. What a joy. Thank you for the work. We love to support the quest. We love the quest. Yeah. Thank you all. Yeah. Thank you, Father Ketter, for uh, introducing us to Deacon Jim and Stephanie. Yeah. We appreciate it. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night.